We both have this idea around our open mic as being a safe and supportive environment for musicians to come in and just be themselves and do their thing absolutely rock it. And the talent we've come in is like off the charts. It's off the charts insane and you're like people have to see this. Have we got a treat for you. If you're bored, why not think about starting an open mic night? We're going to talk to Alex and Sheena. They're going to talk about how they did it and what they're doing with it. Um, funny man and comedian Jamie Bone drops in for a chat around the table to talk about the 2014 International Comedy Festival. We get down on the farm with Gareth and Raglan. And also, Gracie Aroha Ward reviews the new uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 movie. All this and more. I'm Will Reed, and this is New Zealand Entertainment Podcast. Okay, welcome back to the show. We uh, at the end of the month, you may not or you may know, uh, it is the 2014 Comedy International Comedy Festival happening in Auckland, Wellington, Christchurch, um, around the town. We thought about somebody giving us an overview of the uh, the festival, but uh, unfortunately, staff here uh, weren't very au fait with the festival. So, uh, somebody who is used to tickling the funny bones of audiences here and overseas uh, is the mega talented. Um, immaculately manscaped, Mr. Jamie Bow. Thank you very much. I'll take. I'll accept the manscaping compliment. <laughs> I will accept that. Yeah. Let me just give the the audience a bit of a visual here, mate. I'm just thinking, big bushy beard, awesomeness, um, smooth to the touch, just looking good, bro. Thank you very much. Uh, what I've gone for uh, in a mustache comp- beard and mustache competition, this would be a full beard with stylized mustache. That's the category that ah. I fall into. Uh, when I wear a beanie, like, I think this is a good mental picture. When I wear a beanie, think. Like if you were to see me, you'd think, "Who's man in the lighthouse?" Do you know what I mean? Like I think that's the look that I'm kind of propagating. Like crazy lighthouse operator. You know, I've been solitary for the last ten years, mate. Just making sure that light's always shining. You know what I mean, dude? Um, you are pulling it off. But I look fabulous while I do it. You, you do. You're pulling it off big time, bro. <laughs> hey, listen, dude. Um, the uh, the 2040 International Comedy Festival mm. is happening again today. You've been involved with it, um, you know, and, and over the years, and with knowing some of the people as well. Yes, the comedians there. Yes. Um, just give us an overview. Just highlights uh, for you for the festival. Um, well, the, like you know, there's so many. Uh, yeah. the, for people who haven't been to the comedy festival before, I think uh, the mixture of acts that come over is really amazing. The English acts that come over, we occasionally get American acts as well, but not so much. It tends to be like a British kind of influence to it. Uh, Australian acts, and then New Zealand, and you know, like, and from all other places around the world, really. Um, and there's so much comedy to go and see, but if I was to really pick um, some stuff, I would say uh, Late Laughs, during Late the comedy nights. festival yep. are an amazing time. They're going to be happening on the Saturdays uh, during the festival in Auckland, okay. starting on the 26th, I think, is the first one, which I'm hosting. And uh, they're also going to be running in Wellington as well. And in Wellington, I believe they're going to be running on Friday, Saturday nights during the festival. And those things are just chaos. The comedians have been performing all night. We turn up. Uh, the, there's normally a fairly decent rider backstage. Jägermeister <laughs> is normally involved. And it's just a, it's a real chance for everyone to kind of blow off a little bit of steam do something crazy outside of their festival show which might be quite a you know controlled affair okay um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so it's good you might get nudity you might get cross-dressing oh, no. yeah, you yeah, might yeah. get yeah. Uh, just, uh, who knows who knows <laughs> 
I'm surprised more people don't get set on fire. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that is high praise, and, and, and indeed, it's an incentive to go along. Yeah, yeah it's great. Just don't, don't sit in the, the front two rows, maybe. Well, sit in the front two rows and get involved. I, yeah. you know, I'm I'm a big proponent for people uh, totally getting involved in a comedy show. Just don't be a dick about it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Bring a good attitude and get involved. Great. Let's have a conversation. That should be house rules. No gang patches and don't be a dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's just a, like it's my life motto. Like you've got one life. Try not to be a dick with it. I think is my general approach with <laughs> with a, everything. A word to the wise from the lighthouse keeper himself. <laughs> hey, um, speaking of the the overseas talent, we've got uh, Julian Clary is going to be here. Mm-hmm. James Ackerst is going to be here. Mm-hmm. Sarah Pascoe. It's, it's star studded. There's even mm-hmm. local stuff like um, Seven Days of doing a live uh, studio recording for the 150th yes. episode. Yes, which I'll be doing the crowd warm up for. Are you? Is that your job? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What, do you, what do you get for that? Like a profit, yeah. like a like a comedy fluffer. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so yeah, I've always done I've done the warm-up for seven days for ages. Actually. Ah, yeah. okay. And there's even something for kids as well. There's a stand-up for kids yeah. happening as well. Yeah. So on, like this, it's great because there's so many different age groups now that the festival is appealing to. Yeah. Um, and uh, like on the last on the last Saturday of the festival, the 17th, my day in Wellington is ridiculous. I'm hosting stand-up for kids in the morning and then I'm oh, okay. hosting the yep. class comedian show which is uh, all of the high school students that have been tutored by a professional comedian doing their show and then I'm hosting well, then I'm doing my show and then I'm hosting Late Laughs so that's four shows that I'm doing in that day but it's the full right. age range and what I really like about it when you think about it it kind of goes from talking to little people who are like drunk idiots yeah to actually talking to drunk idiots <laughs> who are proper size so, so it's the full spectrum throughout the night mate there's not animals involved is there because they'll be breaking the golden showbiz rule not working with animals kids and comedians stand up for dogs would that work well, you could, well that could be a new category yeah yeah there you go Jamie I hate dogs yeah yeah it's not for me it's not a show for me even Although that might be funny, you know what I mean? Like, because I don't like dogs, it might be funny to have me come out there and do stand up to dogs. That's possibly where my career is headed to the dogs. Oh, bam, that just happened. Pantomime dog comes out, exit, Jamie Bone exit stage left. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, that's cool, man. You've also just come back from the UK last year. Mm. Um, so you, you were touring over there, Edinburgh Fringe. Yep. And you toured with uh, Mr. Flight of the Concords, Short Poppies, Reese Darby. Yes, I did. Yeah, I opened for him on his on his UK tour and, uh, and then did the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, which was amazing and chaos and it's, amazing, it's incredible how many shows there are. How life-changing is that? I mean, how, do the, how does the comedy translate the Kiwi humour to overseas? It pretty well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so long as you're not talking about specifics. You know, yeah. like all my material about Tokoroa doesn't really go down so well in Edinburgh. There's a lot of explaining <laughs> to have to do. You know what I mean? Uh, um, uh, yeah, like a lot, of, a lot of foreshadowing in order to make the joke work. Yeah. Um, so I tend to just make it a little bit more universal, but because of Flight of the Concords, but also, also I just think because of the nature of New Zealanders uh, yeah. as a whole, people are really receptive to okay. what we do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And when you're overseas, who do you, uh, do you, you know, when you go around doing your OE and stuff, usually people stick together with Australians. Is it mm-hmm. the same when you're going over there in the, in the comedy, comedy oh, fraternity? No, 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 no. You hang Never out. Never the twain well, shall Man, it's crazy over there. So the way it works is uh, I was living in London, was based in London. Uh, what would happen is uh, you get booked for a gig, you book a gig, yeah. and you get the travel details and you make a call, you know, arrangements with the driver. So you travel like all the way across London to get picked up to, in a car with, 
with three other comedians that you've never met before to travel four or five hours to go and do two, 20 minutes of work each to then travel four or five hours back to London to then catch night buses all the way across London to get home. Man. Yeah, so I, I, I think I worked with the same... There was maybe a handful of comics that I worked with more than twice, and then everyone else was kind of like you'd meet them once and be like, "Okay, cool, man. Maybe I'll see you around the circuit." <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was, uh, it was crazy. I think I'm, I worked with I worked with Jan Marie once or twice over there. I don't think I worked with Reese Matthewson. Well, you know, we were hanging out and stuff, yeah. but I don't I don't remember. Uh, I, I can imagine that all that time spent inside taxis, you'd probably get more than enough share fair share of material. Oh yeah, yeah, cars and taxis. I think. Predominantly, most of my time in the UK was spent in cars, planes, or trains. Now, you're playing um, in May next month. Yes, I am. Uh, yes, you are. And Auckland and Wellington. Uh, you're playing at the Cabin Club in Wellington and at the basement in Auckland. And your heart's called Heart Goes Boom yeah, show. Yeah, the show's called Heart Goes Boom. Um, so Auckland is the 6th to the 10th of May, 8.45pm at the basement. And Wellington is the 13th to the 17th of May, 8.30 at the Cabin Club. Uh, the show's about... My year in the UK, yeah. uh, the 365 days of carnage that was my life during that year. Um, and uh, it's really about kind of finding the funniness in some of the more serious moments in life. And, yeah. you know, like a, a, it was kind of a, a good way, a good way to be able to show how you can fix your head when yeah. your head breaks a little bit uh, through learning how to laugh at the thing that broke your head that's cool yeah yeah so I had a pretty full on yeah like a lot of stuff happened personally while I was you know gallivanting around the UK and Europe and all of those places trying to do with the funny Um, so yeah so the story like the story of the show is kind of talking about that but I guess it's more just like me sort of pointing out like hey because it just makes it a lot better when you kind of learn how to laugh of it rather than you know hang on to that memory of like oh that was a really painful moment yeah oh god Oh god, that hurt. <laughs> well, it must be hitting a nerve because I tell you what, on the on the website comedyfestival.co.nz, um, two celebrities, Ben Hurley, is in, has picked you one of his celebrity picks. All right, oh, yeah, thanks, Ben. And also online magazine Coup de Main. So mm-hmm. there you go, mate. Obviously oh, hitting a nerve. Now speaking of hitting a nerve, I've just got a pulling out a, a, a quote here from the theatreview.org.nz. Oh, was here it one go. of the good ones or one uh, of the bad ones? No, it was. Oh, well, you decide. You decide. Yeah, okay. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Here mm-hmm. we go. Bowen has great physicality and stage presence, summoning spectacular. Spectacular levels of energy for his high points in his show, both with his voice and his body, mm-hmm. to create a tirade of hilarity which he hurls at the audience. Mm. There's a lot of imagery in there I really enjoy. Um, I really enjoy the imagery of me actually hurling jokes at a crowd, like a monkey flinging shit. Can I say that shit? Can I say oh, shit? You can, okay, yes, well, you can. I just said it. It's a safe word. Um, you can always edit it out if you listen back to it and you go, yeah, I don't know about that. Um, yeah, I like that. That's funny imagery of me. Hurling jokes at people, and it's cool. I it's, think if you yeah, read in, if you cool. read in between the lines of the first part, I think yeah. what he's trying to say is uh, Bowen's jokes aren't funny, but he looks funny. Well, okay, well, as long as there's not many monkeys or primates in there, I'm sure you're fine. All, all demented lighthouse keepers. Um, uh, but, but obviously, this is like a eulogy, so this is going to be spectacular. I mean, we're going to be looking forward to you next month playing. It's like a eulogy. It's like a that's eulogy. great. It's a funny thing to say to a comedian, man. Because if I go out and die on stage, that will be my eulogy. Now, this is like when people remember, go, yeah, what did you like about that person? And then you spit off this eulogy. This would be it, mate. Oh, Great that's physicality. Funny. That's very funny. Hey, listen, so the Comedy Festival, www.comedyfestival.co.nz. Uh, also, Jamie, do you have any uh, anywhere like a Facebook page or I've I've just checked online. out a Facebook. You have? Yeah. Hmm. I just deleted my profile. 
Facebook went boom. Oh, I just like the targeted advertising yeah. was doing my head in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't need to know about your chihuahua that bought you breakfast uh, in bed or whatever your scenario is. I don't need to know about it. So I'm on Twitter. You can get me on Twitter um, at the Jamie Bowen. At the Jamie Bowen yeah, on Twitter, yeah, okay. To try and sort of usurp all of those other Jamie Bowens out there to make them feel inferior. You know like, what I mean? I'm yeah. like the Jamie Bowen. Sifts them all out. Because there okay. are other Jamie Bowens. He's a sports player in Canada, I think. Okay. There's yeah, a yeah, Jamie yeah. Bowen in the UK as well. Jamie Bowen, my heart went boom. And uh, we'll look forward to my that. My heart goes boom. Once the show's finished, then my heart would have, like, then my heart went oh, boom. Oh, sorry, mate. I mean, me talking to you. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah, see what yeah, you did yeah, there. Yeah. You flipped, flipped it around, around on me. Yes. Yeah. Damn, I wasn't Damn. expecting that. No, no. I'm going to have a glass of water and start paying attention. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us today and give us an overview on the uh, the comedy, International Comedy Festival this year. All no the best. worries, no worries. Thank you very much. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Now, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and welcome a powerhouse of comedy, Mr. Jamie Bowen! Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jamie. I have a confession to make to you tonight. I enjoy going for a run in the rain. That way no one can tell that I'm also getting all of my crying done at the same time. <laughs> Sometimes if I'm feeling really emotional, I'll let out a little bit of wee as well. Every day I wake up knowing that the more people I try to save, the more enemies I will make. And it's just a matter of time before I face those with more power. I can overcome. Our movie reviewer, Gracie Aroha Ward, has been at the premiere of the Amazing Spider-Man 2 movie, Lucky Her. So she's swanning around out in the movie theatre. Let's see if we can get her on the line here. Gracie, are you there? I'm here. You are there. Yes, indeed. Um, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 movie, um, this is two years later, nearly two years later, um, Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield return again in the movie. Yes. Um, obviously, there'll be quite a lot of passion going on, and there'll also be a web of intrigue with mystery villains. Can you just tell us a little bit about the movie? Yes, yes. The movie opens with an energetic sequence which partly answers but magnifies the previous film's mystery regarding the fate of the Spidey's missing parent. Cool. So we've got Andrew Garfield who returns as Peter Parker, slash Spidey Man, who's still enthralled to William Stacy, played by Emma Stone. Great, love it. How it to her late father in the first movie to end their relationship, complicates everything, making for more of a forbidden romance, which is all the more exciting for Garfield and Stone fan. I'm so sorry, I'm late. I had a traffic thing. Did your traffic jam have anything to do with being, I don't know, shot at by machine guns? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was implied. That was implying that. <laughs> Um, uh, so the bad people, the bad guys in, in this movie, who's, who are the guest uh, stars who are playing the baddies? Electro. Yep, the, the plot is cracked right up with a serious line of villains, including Jamie Foxx, who plays Electro, Dane DeHaan as the Green Goblet, and another random guy who plays a rhino, which is quite weird. Oh, okay. Um, we've, we've come to expect the, late, the, you know, the visual feast of uh, special effects and that. Is this movie any different? What are the special effects like? Uh, the special effects are amazing. Um, the whole movie is action-packed. So, yeah, get ready to see a lot of um, CGI effects. So it's a roller coaster, a smorgasbord fest of visual effects. 
and action. Put the 3D on top of that. So. Okay, okay. Now, so you've, you've piqued my interest here a little bit in the movie. Um, I wasn't going to go, but I think I might now. Um, what, how do you rate the movie? And um, what are the highlights of the movie for you? Um, in terms of rating, I'd give it a 7 out of 10. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of action. The whole movie is, is full of action. It's got a great romance. I think that Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone uh, do a way better romance than Toby Maguire and Kirsten Dunst. Um, I think they're just so much cooler. Yeah. I think a lot of people disagree. Well, that's um, good. Yeah. Great special effects, like I said before. Um, and also really humorous as well. Okay. Yeah. Andrew right. Garfield is able to be really funny in, in the midst of a really intense action scene. Pulls it off really well. Um, so, yeah, there's all those different elements in the movie which create for a really, really, really good entertainment. Cool. You know what it is I love about being Spider Man? And Jamie Foxx, obviously, he's a funny guy too. The best of times. Is he? Uh, does he play a sort of role like a comedy, sort of or serious role in this movie? Uh, he he begins a funny as a funny role. Um, he, he he's sort of this um, geeky Oscorp employee that worships Spider-Man, and his intense um, idolization of Spider-Man makes him funny. It's interesting seeing Jamie Foxx as a geek, you know. Oh yeah. Um, but then, obviously, when he um, becomes Electro, he, he, he is involved in an industrial accident involving electrical eels. Oh! Which he becomes a dark being with electrical powers. Um, then he becomes very hateful. It's almost like a flip side of what he was before. No, you don't want to miss like, Jamie Foxx when he's like that. No, no, it's interesting seeing him play <laughs> um, two very different characters in one movie. Excellent. Uh, that's the Amazing Spider-Man 2, The Rise of Electro. It's in theatres on the 24th of uh, this month. Um, in two words, uh, two words, Gracie. Sum up the movie in two words if you can. Three. I'll give you three words. How's that? Three words. Oh, um, passion. Oh, yes. Um, unexpected. Mmm. Um, and action packed. Well, that's not really one word, that's but I'll do it anyway. That's a hyphenated I will, I will word. I will say that the movie has an unexpected twist that will shock yourself off if Jamie Foxx's character doesn't already succeed in doing so. Great. Thanks for the review. That's Gracie Yaddle, her award for New Zealand Entertainment Podcast. What? What, what are you doing? What am I doing? I'm, I'm doing my laundry. laundry. I, last time you did it, you turned everything blue and red. Because I was washing the, 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 the American flag, my, my flag. No one washes the flag. Not no anymore. one washes the flag. All right, laundry sheriff. Have you ever been at home wondering what to do on the weekend? Maybe you thought of a few ideas you could make money, but how about starting an open mic night? Well, I've got two uh, guests in the studio now. We've got Alexandra, Alex, okay, Alex, and we've got Sheena as well joining me who have had that same dilemma. Welcome, girls. Hi. 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 Now, now tell me about it. You guys have an open mic night that's just started up. Can you guys just tell us a bit about it, what's it called, and how did you guys get into actually starting the mic mic night? Off with you first, please. Um, How we started... um We kind of just, um, well, Alex is a musician. She's an incredible musician. I love music. 
and I don't actually play myself, She's but I just, I, I like am passionate. Okay. So I'm like, we, we went along to this open mic night that Alex would play at and, and the guy was leaving and he's like, you know, we need someone. And we're like, wow. I'm like, I could do this. We could do this. We could totally do this thing. Yeah. And it's awesome. The people that were coming in. So we're like, yeah, let's make this happen. So it kind of just started like that really. And he, <clears throat> left and basically we just got dropped with all the stuff in there he's like the owner was like what do you want to do with this like run with it okay so that's how it and then Alex you, you played a future obviously you're the musician person yeah out of, out of both yeah. of you guys you got a front of house person a person who's a networking and a people person then there's a muso person that's you yeah she's she's the amazing organizer like Sheena yep. without her I don't know what I'd do because she's like my manager she's she's everything so she's like the the head of it she's the organizer and then I just kind of like take and, and play Take some two. music but um yeah it it was such an amazing kind of adventure for us to start up because you know um she's so passionate and secretly an incredible singer oh you know. so, secret school. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no and um and so yeah in the shower you gotta catch her at the right time um, Lord songs yeah yeah no, she's really good and so you know she wanted to she she's so passionate and i just thought let's do this let's do this together and we just tried to create a community, basically, an yeah. event that, you know, because we've been around to, to other open mics, and um, yeah. um, there's many that are doing really, really well, but we yeah. wanted to kind of, we know, and, and we knew that we could bring our own own touch to it. Yeah. Well, I love, I love your energy. I've looked on your pages on Facebook and everything, and the web page as well. Just love the way you guys communicate with people. Is it is it harder than it looks, trying to do something like this? Or? Oh, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We're like, cool, we can rock up on the night, and you know, just yeah. fill around the sound, whip out a guitar and a mic. It's, it's this, if you're passionate about something, it takes much more preparation. So we, we spend like literally hours prior mm-hmm. and, and, and like, I mean, doing Facebook, we're making videos and we're yeah. trying to get like yeah, the people yeah. that are playing like an opportunity to be seen. So it's less about just running a night and it's more about actually like making it about the individuals yeah, and yeah. actually, so they love it as well. But yeah, the, yeah. the preparation, like someone's up till two in the morning, I get really excited. We're making these little videos and everyone's <laughs> playing like, oh, Get that bad yeah. So in between your your singing in the shower as well, Sheila, <laughs> and Alex doing her giggy thing, yeah. um, you guys must have a, a, quite a good network of people that you guys can call upon. Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. we have yeah, we incredible do. people, and and that spans from uh, across the country to across the world. Wow. Um, I I was born in Canada. Yep. Um, and I was raised a little bit in uh, Rochester, Minnesota. Oh. And then, um, and then I moved here when I was nine and ten. So I've got you know people all over the world who and and people who I've grown up with who are turned into musicians. Yeah. And I did a few gigs um, when I moved to Canada uh, in 2011. And then people all around New Zealand who, of course. I think was one of the most talented cool. places on earth. It's incredible. We're going to touch upon that a little bit later about your musical endeavors, like with your solo stuff and with your uh, group Neo. Is it correct? Yeah, Neo. Okay, yeah. but first we'll just go back to the open mic night. Yeah. So, um, uh, is this is this a way you can actually help friends to get more recognised or helping people foster their musical talents and skills? Is that part of the community ethos with oh, the absolutely. open totally. mic? I think it's totally. for, for everyone to um, have a safe and supportive environment. That's one thing um, if there was an inspiring woman in my life, um, Mrs. White, Mrs. From, White from high school and she always said in my drama class which was you know, my favourite um, this is a safe and supportive environment and I've taken that with me throughout my whole life yeah. so um, we both kind of have this um, idea around our open mic is being a safe and supportive environment for musicians to come in and just be themselves and do their thing and absolutely rock it. So it doesn't matter what genre 
you do. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter how you sing. It doesn't matter how you play. That's awesome. As long as you've yeah, yeah. got a community behind you. And I think yeah. it's not just Auckland at this point. It's New Zealand. It's, yeah. you know, we're making it even bigger on the global scale and to show the world you know the talent that we got this is a platform for us to use to say yeah. look at what new zealand has mm. we're not just some tiny country down the bottom oh, we are yeah. we are oh, here and we're Antarctica. like we're yeah. ready yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the talent we've come in is like off the charts it's amazing. like it's off the charts insane and you're like you, you guys had like people have to see this like yeah. it's incredible oh that's cool it's amazing it's always exciting yeah. and it's always yeah but yeah, I, everything Alex said pretty much just, we try to be really encouraging to our musicians. So it's Inclusive. not, this, it's not like, I mean, people rock up to us and like, oh, can we play? But we try, we're also like making them feel awesome, like, and feel Cared appreciated for. as mm. well and encouraged. And we're just like, that was amazing. And they love it. And, and actually on our open mics, we've decided to run them um, fortnightly Tuesdays as opposed yep. to weekly, actually because we wanted to make like an alternating evening of like a guest artist which being some from the open mic I mean yeah. obviously guest artists from um, everywhere, yeah, yeah everywhere but um, just so that they had an opportunity to play um, and, and kind of just like yeah yeah like a have new that person pl- each week yeah yeah yeah, yeah an and just yeah okay. so they can do their thing and feel kind of special and have supported. their moment and support yeah. it and then we can get like a team behind them so we yeah. kind of want to like do that with our people no, that's well. cool because there's quite a few open mic nights in, yeah, in Auckland there is a few. <laughs> popping up all over the place from the city everywhere and I'd say it'd be the same around the country as well yeah um, so is that, does that mean that people like to come out of their bedroom and, and actually have a go publicly or instead of like maybe say busking or anything what, yeah. what sort of people do you find that come um, along are they beginners or yeah, we've more got, seasoned professional I think we've got quite a range we've got people that yeah. come in that absolutely you know that they know that they're awesome Yeah, and they're just oh, rocking yeah. it out and it's always awesome <laughs> yeah. um, and then we get people that are like a little bit scared they want to feel it out so we might put them on a little early in the evening before everyone's rocking up and they're just you know just feeling Ease out the vibe yeah, yeah. yeah whatever they want and every time it's awesome like the, the most um amazing feedback we've had is just people saying how comfortable they feel and the, how supportive everyone is like yeah. it's it's, that re- it's got a real community feel which mm. I like so I mean yeah me and Alex are kind of running it but everyone we, it's kind of like we try to be inclusive so we've yeah. actually got a team of people and then people are like hey can I help with this and we're like yeah sure we recently had people but that's cool offer. having this you know yeah. like for somebody who just like you singing in the shower wants to come out <laughs> out of the out of the shower I'm not coming out of the shower yeah out of the shower <laughs> And to, and to the, your, your season professional knows he's all that or she's all that. Um, yeah. So you, you cater for everybody. Absolutely. That's cool. Oh, good. I yeah, think old and young as well. Yeah. We've got quite a range of people. Yeah, there's it's no really nice. there's no age limit. There's no yeah. anything. I mean, if a four-year-old wanted to rock up with a little triangle <laughs> yeah. and, a, and a little, you know. That's cool. Now, who's, who's rocking the, the old um, open mic night boat? for you guys as far as performance wise are there any people out there that you think these guys are great or we have standouts. some characters yeah any man. standouts we absolutely have some standouts there's one particular guy who um, worked across the road who rocked in from work one night and was like yeah I'm gonna play he hadn't picked up a guitar in about 2-3 years he sat down he literally silenced the room he was like 29 times better than Stan Walker. No, he, he, no, he was and saying a lot because we I will love show Stan you his well. voice so vulnerable, so honest, so like like humble. Do you know everyone was just like, is this real? Like, and he yeah. just like could hold those notes. It was insane. And he oh comes, God. he comes all the time. And he yeah. actually, he's really undercover. I love how he's really humble, and yeah. um, people love him. 
So 29 I'm, times uh, bigger he, than Stan he, he is, stands, is up there with Beyonce. I know. Stan, <laughs> yeah. Stan's amazing. Like, Stan's awesome. We Stan, we do. Okay, well, that's cool. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. So yeah. people want to get a hold of you. And they're listening to and they think, man, yeah. I want to get a hold of these girls. I need to rock up there with my notebook or some lyrics are written or whatever. Yeah. But how can I get a hold of you guys? Um, we are on Facebook. Yep. So um, open mic night at Montage. Okay. Um, everything's on there like all our details location times um, my email generally I put my email because if I put my phone number you get random people going it's happening (laughs) 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 who are you when you want really Um, yeah (laughs) so my email which is what is that it's it's like uh, um, open mic yeah Sheena S-H-E-E-N-A full stop open mic all one word at outlook.com okay okay so you can get your Facebook at open mic night at montage bar yeah well you should be able to get it there yeah Um, if not get all the details off there I'm sure you'll be able to contact the girls now let's have a talk before we go um, and let you back to your weekend Alex your band Nuo yeah yes let's let's go on with that now what's up with Nuo Um, well we uh, we got together maybe about a year ago um, and okay. and my wonderful best friend and bandmate Solomon, um, Swagly, Swagly, Solomon Swagly. He um, he did a call out on Facebook. He's like, I need a female vocalist, blah blah blah. And I hadn't done music for a while. Like you know, my personal writing, yes, but I hadn't done much stuff. I was so keen. I was like craving some music. So um, I said yes. Cool. And thus, Nua was kind of born in this, you know. Um, yeah, it's it's so strange. We've we've really grown over the last year. Our, our genres are really mixed. We're really interested in um, a lot of like fundamental R and B um, sounds, as well as electronic and ambient kind of experimental music. We really, literally, I, the way that I can describe us is um, we're very um, earthy, very kind of going back to the roots. Um, and we feel out every single tune that we do. So all of the beats, all of the melodies, everything, nothing is in to any particular genre or standard. It just is what it is. I so we create. Um, so your Facebook page, especially little fun facts Tuesday. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> that's Solomon's time to take the piss out of Alex. It's <laughs> very engaging, very interactive, but. I have to say, so you got a Facebook page. People yep. can listen to your, your music, which is awesome. I've actually listened to it on SoundCloud. I, I loved it. I thought it was cool. Thanks very so cool. Much. Thank very you. cool. You can find us on um, SoundCloud. Uh, okay. It'll be soundcloud.com forward slash newer music. Yep. Um, and just look us up on Google, newer music. Um, yep. It'll come up if you type in Auckland, New Zealand as well, or our names, Alexander and Solomon. Um, and we're also, yeah, we've got a Facebook page, so that's newer music as well. And you've also got some solo stuff you do. Yeah. Right? I do. I'm a singer songwriter. So, um, my personal uh, project is called Lessons at the moment. Yes. Um, and I've been doing that for a few years. Folky, ambient, um, bluesy, a little bit of jazzy, jazzy stuff in there. So, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's a real mix of things and, and nothing. And they're all bedroom demos. So, um, it's just kind of. Well, we've got the lovely Mrs. White, your old high school teacher. Thanks for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thanks, Miss White. Miss <laughs> White. Thank you. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll get you out of the, the shower and out on the stage as well, singing oh, as yes, well please. for you, Sissy. Sheena. Oh, I have to, like, hey? pay her money or something. I don't know how to do it. I've been trying. <laughs> um, and good luck with your open mic night. I'm sure it's going to be a Thank great you. hit. I've been looking at the page, and you guys, all the likes are going up on there as well. So oh, it looks pretty good. Cool. It's going to yeah, take off. Yeah. Keep liking it, guys. Yeah. yeah. And uh, before you go, you got to get ready later and play us a song 
yeah. at the end of the end of the show. I'll anyway, play you a little, little something. little ditty, if yes. you will, from Miss White, <laughs> your high school teacher. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, thanks very much. Awesome, thank okay, you. See ya. Good morning, podcasters, and welcome to Down might on the Farm. I'm your host, Gareth Edwards. What? I said it might not be morning. Why are you whispering? You tell me not to speak when we're recording. Well, whispering is still talking, you numpty. I thought if I was really quiet, it wouldn't matter. Of course it matters. It's still your whiny voice all over the recording. Sorry, Gareth. Right, stop the music and we'll start again. Good morning, podcasters. I remembered. Oh, for crying out loud, what have you remembered? What I'd forgotten. Well, duh, what had you forgotten? It might not be morning. Eh? When they're listening. Who's listening? The podcasters. Not yet, they're not. We haven't finished recording it yet. In fact, truth be told, we haven't even started. Now, I mean, it might not be morning when they're listening. And you're saying, good morning, it might be the afternoon or the evening. Right, so what do you want me to say? Good morning, afternoon, evening, podcasters. Please delete as appropriate. Oh, they might be nurses. What the hell has that got to do with it? Well, it might be night time, because nurses sometimes work night shifts. And they might be listening to podcasts in their break at, like, two o'clock in the morning when all the patients are asleep. Nurses. Right. So, it's good morning, afternoon, evening, podcasters, or good night if you're a nurse. You really are a pellet, Stu. Can you please just shut up and let me get on with this? I've got to finish that chuck house before the boss gets back. Sorry. Good morning, podcasters. Leave it. And welcome to Down on the Farm. I'm your host, Gareth Edwards, and I'm here with producer Stu to give you the hottest entertainment tips from life on a lifestyle block. Now, after a hard day feeding our chickens, Maisie, Daisy and Lazy, there's nothing we like more than a free podcast, just like the one you're listening to right now, if you're still listening. Anyway, when you finish listening to this week's episode of New Zealand Entertainment Podcast, or as we like to call it, you might like to visit Facebook. Facebook. What? Remember Facebook. How the hell can I forget Facebook every time I look around you slacking off posting a picture of yourself for all those friends you haven't got? Not my Facebook, the Facebook page, remember? Oh yeah, right. Okay, so after you've finished listening to this week's episode and you've gone and tweeted on the Facebook page or whatever, you might like to visit Radio New Zealand's website and download Down the List. Where does the real power in New Zealand lie? That's right with a bunch of lowly-ranked list MPs that you and I have never heard of. The only way to find out what's really going on in this country is by going down the list. That was the intro to Down the List, Radio New Zealand's satirical Sunday morning take on the week in politics. It's a little gem of a podcast that takes less than seven minutes to lampoon the hottest issues in New Zealand politics. I'm late to the party on this one, as it's been running for a year now but the last few episodes remind me of the best of British political parody. There are hints of the classic Yes Minister format with ministers and their administration staff enjoying a little back and forth on the topic of the day, like this clip in the week that a Chinese meal nearly cost someone their job. Ni hao, Nicola. Ni hao, Simon. All ready for your trip? <laughs> yep. 
Tickets, passport, Cotter Cup card, prospectus of my wife's dairy company. Simon, given what's happened to Judith Collins, shouldn't you be a bit careful? Oh, but that's the thing. Nothing has happened to Judith Collins, apart from being whacked with a wet bus ticket by old The soft... opposition's having a field day. They're calling for her to resign. Oh, resign? Judith Collins wouldn't resign for all the milk in China. Maybe, but should you be mixing your wife's company with official business? But they donated 50 grand to the National Party. You told me it was 70. There's also a little smattering of the satirical juggernaut, the thick of it with its scheming minions and advisers pulling the strings of political power, like this week's episode on the rise and rise of Kim.com. There's no common ground between us. Mana believes in taking from the rich and giving to the poor. But so does Kim. Really? Well, downloading from the rich and uploading to the poor, and he takes a cut as well. Though it's possibly illegal. Komatua Kim lives in a flash mansion in John Key's electorate. Our voters live in shacks in the Hokianga. The Mana Party and the Internet Party are like chalk and cheese, not ebony and ivory. Hey, more great lyrics. Maybe Honey and Kim could do a duets album. So, if you like your politics bite-sized with a doll for cynicism and a side order of chuckles, you can get down a list from the Radio New Zealand website and iTunes. And that brings us to the end of this episode's Down on the Farm. Tune in next time for more cutting-edge entertainment news on Life on a Lifestyle Block with me, Gareth Edwards, and producer Stu. Goodbye. Well, you might as well say goodbye, Stu, now that I've heard your whinging voice all over the start. Goodbye, Stu. Oh, God, Stu, that is so lame. I mean, that joke was funny in 1967 when the two Ronnies did it, but it wasn't the two Ronnies. It was when Burns had turned to Gracie and say, say goodnight, Gracie. In actual fact, she never said goodnight, Gracie. She just said goodnight. It's like one of them urban myths, you know? I tell you what, Stu, you're everything that's wrong about the working holiday visa in this country. It's because of people like you that we get called whinging palms. If I ever find out you've lied to me about your entitlement to work, I'll be on that phone as quick as a flash. Now get this thing finished up and get back to that truck house. I want it built before the boss comes back. You know she ain't been called the boss. Listen, she's my wife. I'll call her what I bloody well like you. If you want to hear any of the old uh, podcast episodes, you're welcome to. All you need to do is either jump onto the nzentertainmentpodcast.com site, uh, where they're there, or you can click on them. Uh, you can go to iTunes as well, subscribe to them, or else check us out on our Facebook page and show us some aroha and click the like button. Um, for now, though, the last word or song belongs to Alex Hannah. She's going to be taking the end of the show with an unplugged acoustic version of her song, I Used to Last. I'll catch you guys next time. Cheers.
Oh, oh, oh.